Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Slash awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, as we will continue to do here probably throughout the month, we'll continue talking draft here on the drive. And um Kind of moving along with what we talked about in the previous segment, uh, ESPN's uh, Jordan Reed and Matt Miller went through all 32 teams. Yeah. And kind of put up the top five draft needs for, or top four or five draft needs for each team. And I'm looking here at what they put down for the Steelers. And I am 100% positively, absolutely in complete disagreement. (laughs) <laughs> with what they put down here as the Steelers' top needs. I saw it too, which made me question the others. It's exactly what happens with yeah, that. Right, right. Like if I look at what somebody perceives the Steelers' needs to be, and I know that that's not the case. Right. Without even looking at everything else that they've written, I now look at that a little bit slanted. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know if this is if these guys know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, because here's what they here's what they list the Steelers' needs as top needs: interior offensive line, offensive tackle, quarterback, and safety. Three out of four is not bad, and the top. But the two, fourth, but the fourth need is is probably the top need, that and wide receiver. Right, and wide receiver is not even mentioned. To not mention wide receiver and have interior line one is flat out wrong. You know, I mean, quarterback aside. I think safety and wide receiver will be their top two picks the more I think about it. And it sets up well for them to, you know, for the crop that they'll be picking from. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I look at the rest of this article now. I'm like, okay, if you don't know what, like you, and he even mentions that the Steelers added James Daniels in free agency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't I, mention, I they, they signed two interior offensive linemen in free agency and gave them both, Reasonable money. Mason Cole got okay money. Right, right, right. I mean, if he's he, going to play type money, right? Yeah. He's not, he's, he's not an afterthought. If he starts, he, you know, then oh, they're good. That's, you know, it's, it's probably low-end starter money, high-end backup money. Mm-hmm. So they're not drafting. Uh, they're not going to draft an interior offensive lineman unless it's late. No. I, I'm completely convinced of that. They're certainly not going to draft a center. As 100%. I keep, you know, keep seeing Steeler fans here. They need to draft Linderbaum. Folks. They signed two guys in free agency who play center. And they're bringing back two. And they're bringing back two guys that can play. Like, they've got four centers on the roster. They <laughs> right. don't need another center. Yeah, it's not going to be. Certainly not a guy who plays nothing but center. That too. It's not going to be on game day. Who's the emergency center? It's, well, you four the emergency centers. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out the pecking order depending who gets, you know, gets dinged up or whatever. Yeah. I, I know people don't want to hear this, but. I don't know that that they're going to take a tackle very high either. You know, like I think they've gotten their O line to the point where 
as you often, you and I often talk, there's no Waldo with the target on his chest, you know, that everyone's going to attack. There's depth, there's youth, there's experience. I think they want the five to start learning together. And that some of that process started last year. I mean, I, I think this is all very much part of the plan and, I don't think they're going to turn their nose up at a tackle. I'm not saying they're not going to draft one period. Yeah. I mean, if, Ek- if Ekwanu fell to them, it's <laughs> right, 20, right, they would right. certainly take him, but that's and, not going to happen. Some of these day two guys that have a lot of promise, I think they'll be interested in, but I think they look at their roster and think this isn't bad. You know, we could sign back banner. Haig can play tackle. I'm sure you can find a similar Joe Haig swing tackle between now and camp as well, or a fourth rounder, you know? So folks, I think you better get used to the line you're seeing right now. Maybe for years to come. Well, without no doubt. Uh, I think this is a, now do I think that they could overdraft Chooks? Sure. If, you know, if if Trevor Penning is sitting there at 20, they'll be, he'll be on the list of 20 guys that they would take. Agreed. He'd be hard to turn away from. Yeah. But like, I'm not sure Raymond is. Right. Yeah. I don't know that he would, yeah. he would be on my list of 20. Probably not. Yeah. I'm not sure the fifth, ta- any other tackle except the top four. And they, they paid Chuke starter money. I mean, more than starter money, like money talks folks. Right. I mean, they, they kind of show you what the, now the deal they can easily get out of after one year mm-hmm. or, a, a, you know, but they're going to give him a shot to, to show once again. I mean, he's, he started the last two years for them at, at right tackle. He's 24 years old. And he's 24 years old. Still quick, getting better. Just say, since, since we talked about youth, I just want to throw this out there. I don't know if you saw it today, but the uh, Football Outsiders released their adjusted age um, by snap list today. And all that... Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Is is every snap that was played? What's the average age of your football team? And like Tampa was the oldest in the league, but. Brady played every snap and he's a hundred years old. So the Steelers were 21st. And by that, I mean more young than old, but that's with all the snaps Ben played, you know, right. so take, take him out of the equation. And all of a sudden now it's 30th. Yeah. You mean, right. right. I mean, it's, it's every snap you played basically divided by, you know, 11 guys on the field, well, even like or whatever, you know, Hayward drags that down. He's one of the only ones the, the offense right. And the defense are both about the same with their eight ages for the last year's snaps played, but it's only because of two or three guys. Right. The and rest of the roster is very young, very extremely young. young. Yeah. You know, right. I've said this a hundred times and we were having a, a dinner. I was, uh, I was, um, we went to dinner at the uh, NFL owners meetings. last right, week. Right, right. And I was sitting with a, a Steelers front office employee. And I mentioned to him, cause we were talking about going back to training camp, which they plan on doing. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, I said, you realize that like 60 to 70% of your roster has never been the same fence at college. Yeah. 
He's lost like, this draft class coming in, of course. Yeah, you know? he's like, you're you're right. I said, Minka Fitzpatrick's been with the team for three years, <laughs> right. and has he's never been the same. Example, yeah. Never been the same fence in college. Yeah, like you're going to have to have when you guys go back there. You're going to have to have like you know, you may have to hire some St. Vincent college kids to show them around campus. Right. Like the tours we took, you know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. This Here's where the cafeteria is. There's where the locker rooms are at. That's, you know, yeah. just cause these guys just haven't done it. Yeah. Guys like Sutton might have to coach all the defensive backs where to go, you know, they look like baby <laughs> ducks. <folks. laughs> right. Right. These guys are around, but to both our points, that's by design. I mean, that's what this, this last, 365 days or so has been all about while you, you know, kind of ride out that last year of Ben is we want to get extremely young. And I say this all the time. I mean, there's only, I think two teams have played more rookie snaps than the Steelers. And that doesn't even factor in and both like of those Dodson teams, by the way, stunk because they're horrible. Right. Yeah, and they're right. also early, early picks. I mean, Zach Wilson and guys like that. So this is under undeniably by design and I think you couple that again, quarterback, we don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like, but if you're very young already and you should have no cap problems in the foreseeable future, that's a lot of ammo to give this front office. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's regardless of who the new GM is, um, right, you know, right. I, I think a lot of people remain still get, I still get questions about well, why didn't the Steelers hire the new GM before the draft? So he could, he could see what the process was like. It, that doesn't matter, folks. Well, and he would have to get out of his other contract. Too. He, he, he would have had to hire him. Like once March first hit, you weren't going to hire somebody off of another roster. They've right, already right. done all their work for their team. Um, you know, Kevin Colbert's and it, the Steelers draft is not a Kevin Colbert draft. Kevin Colbert does not carry that kind of weight. Certainly, right. he has he has a voice in that room, and he you know he handles and his his department handles all the pre-draft scouting and everything that goes on. But it's really a Steelers pick. That's what I was about to say. And I don't want people to think that I am even a slight bit minimizing what Kevin Colbert has done now or has done for the organization. I stand by. I think he's a Hall of Famer and one of the best GMs I've ever seen. But as long as the, the Rooney family owns the team and Mike Tomlin is the coach, not much is going to change next year. And I'm pretty sure both those things are going to be in place. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? They may change. They may tweak some things. Hmm. Like the new GM may have some different ideas about how we, you know, what kind oh, of, yeah. you know, how we do our rankings or how, how we measure this or that. But you're not going to, you're not going to completely come in and, and upset. When Mike Tomlin took over as head coach, he didn't come in and fire the entire coaching staff. Right, 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 right. He elevated two guys. He kept he kept Dick LeBeau as his defensive coordinator, and he elevated Bruce Arians from from wide receivers coach to to, to uh, offensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean, I think both sides of the ball will look a little bit different schematically than they have. First of all, because it's a totally different quarterback who is not an old man, and I think Canada will actually have a chance to in, in, infuse his ideas. And I also think, you know, Flores and Austin are going to influence the defense more than other recent assistant coaches. But it's not like they're going to be like, well, we don't care about character anymore. 
Uh, tape's not important. We just we're want gonna run, combine. We're going to switch to a four three. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, the way they scout is going to be the same. I mean, even if they have a new grading system, which I'd be shocked if they do, because all the area scouts are going to be coming back, I'm sure. You know, it's not going to be like, I mean, they're a tape heavy team. They're not an analytically driven team. That Those things aren't going to just totally reverse themselves next year. Yeah, no, 100% correct. Yeah. And so, you know, the reality is, is that the, 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 the general manager, of the Pittsburgh Steelers is really Art Rooney the second. Sure. Because he has to sign off on everything. Mm-hmm. And the top football guy is Tomlin. Right. Yeah. Without question. It, well, Tomlin, Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, the director, what he really is, is director of football operations, mm-hmm. which is what that title always was until 2010. People see the word GM and they assume that, that, that Kevin Colbert has the same power that other GMs do around the league. Most same G- responsibilities. Yeah. Most GMs in the league have the res- have are, are over the head coach. Mm-hmm. They hire and fire the head coach. They hire the head coach. Right. Kevin right, right, right. Colbert is not, it couldn't, it couldn't, if, if Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin or whoever the new GM is, if the new GM comes in and says, I can't work with Mike Tomlin anymore. Mm-hmm. Guess who's, guess who's leaving. Well, I think we saw this already. I mean, it was a while right. ago and not everyone remembers, but well, it's over. it's up to the owner. You know, I mean, right. maybe he would side with the other side. Who knows? But chances are the coach is staying because they're harder to find. You know, I mean, it's just a fact. Which I, is re- really what happened with Flores in Miami. Right, 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 right. I think they made the wrong choice. I think they made their we'll own see. choice. Yeah. Right. But yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I think people get too much caught up in that. Well, because it's a Steelers draft. Mm-hmm. And, and they're it not, always will be right. And they're not going to change the, in the 28 years. Again, I, that I've covered the team. I covered it when Donahoe was in that position and I've covered it now with Colbert in that position. They may have a little bit different philosophical. I think Donahoe was better late in drafts than Colbert has been. Not mm-hmm. that Colbert misses, you know, a bunch of those, but I thought Donahoe did some of his best work in those fifth, sixth, seventh, even eighth rounds because there were eight rounds back then. Whereas Colbert rarely misses on those early picks. Right. I think that's one of Kev. That's funny you brought that up too, because I've been thinking more and more about first round picks and, you know, particularly quarterbacks. I almost think that first round picks are almost like, remember the show, press your luck. Yeah. Just no whammies. Yeah, I mean, if, if you go, I was listening to, I often reference it, I was listening to Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah's um, Move the Six podcast, and they had a really interesting exercise, and maybe you and I should even do it, is they went through every team and looked at their most recent five first-round picks. You know, most of these guys are five-year contracts. Some of them, like Seattle, you had to go, or the Rams, you had to go <laughs> back a long ways to find five first round picks. Right. But it's a really cool exercise. You know, a team like the Packers, maybe there isn't a massive home run. You know, Jari Alexander is a really good player, but there's no whammies. You know, yeah. It, they always hit the teams, doubles. Yeah. I mean, some of these teams might have one good one and then four whammies and they're four win teams. You know, like no whammy, no whammy. Just give me a quality starter, good player, 
if you do that year after year, you're going to be unbelievably competitive. And I know there's an Artie Burns thrown in there. You're not going to hit 100%, but the Steelers are pretty remarkable over a 20-year stretch of no whammies. Right. That's, you know, that's where the people who, well, Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds was a hit. He's not a whammy. He's not a whammy. I mean, he might not be a hit, but he's not a whammy. He's, he's a, he's a, he was a clear double. He played every snap. Played every snap for you. Never missed time. Was a starter from day one. Mm-hmm. That's a hit at the 30th pick in the draft. Yeah. And if you bring him back, I mean, it doesn't, the timing's not wonderful because if you would have signed a contract a couple weeks ago, they'd be like, and other teams are coveting him. I still think he's going to be a starter somewhere, whether it's here or elsewhere. I mean, I still think people are very interested in his service. I mean, it's not an Artie Burns situation where if, if people aren't counting on him. Right. He's getting one year, $2 million contracts year after right, year. Right, 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 right. From the, for the rest of his career. And you also have to factor in where these guys are taken too. But I mean, right. that, that, they didn't do that in that exercise I referenced. But if you look at the five most recent first round picks of teams, Boy, it tells you an awful lot about where they're at. Yeah. And I, as I as I mentioned um, on the triple take yesterday, and we taped a triple take yesterday, mm-hmm. TJ Watt was the 30th pick in the 2017 draft. There were nine edge, there were eight other edge rushers taken ahead of him. You got TJ Watt, who might be the best defensive player, or one, he's one of the top three or four defensive players in the league. And he got him at 30. That's, that's, pretty good work that's as good as it gets yeah cam hayward cam hayward cam hayward right you know the 31st pick like that's really good work so i just wanted to do this real quick i mean spur of the moment type thing here are the bengals last five first round picks jamar chase but that was fifth overall right joe burrow that was first overall jonah williams which i guess isn't the whammy but it's okay. I mean, and that's the 11th pick in the Where draft. you took him at, it's, it's yeah. Has right. To, has to be factored in there. And the two before that are Billy Price and John Ross. I don't even know that they're on football teams anymore. Right. So I'm not saying they're a house of cards, but you hit on the first overall pick. You know, like, I, I don't know that I'm going to give the Bengals credit all of a sudden. You guys are really good at this draft thing. Yeah, you, you know guys got to figure it out. What I mean, yeah. Let's, I, let's see I what they do this year at thirty-one. Right, it, it's kind of my point. Is we'll see about that. Like, and then I just want to run through the rest of the division just to give you an idea. So the Browns, they took Greg Newsom. That was twenty-six. I guess that's in uh, fine, but it's a sort of an incomplete. Jer- Jedrick Wills at ten. Okay, I mean that's not awful. Um, they didn't have a first-round pick in nineteen. Baker Mayfield at one, and then Danzel Ward at four would be the ones before that, and Miles Garrett at one. So you picked pretty early, and I don't see a lot of star power there. I'm not sure that we can call Baker Mayfield a whammy or any of those a whammy, but I don't know that it's super impressive when you think about average draft position. When you're picking fourth, Right. And I, I like Denzel Ward as a player. That's what I was about to go with this. Too. When you, when Is you're that pick, good enough? When you're picking fourth, you should be getting a, a corner. If you're, and you're drafting a cornerback, mm-hmm. it better be Sauce Gardner. Yeah. I mean, even Lattimore or right. I mean, one of those you know, guys. It doesn't have to be Ramsey. I mean, I, I understand that Ramsey is a special player. He's not the best corner in the league. And Ward is not a whammy, but 
you had two top four picks and you left that draft with Mayfield and Ward. Like that's, I don't think that's good enough. No, I would agree. I would agree. Okay, real quick. Here's the, here's the, there's the Ravens. Bateman and Oway last year, both, I guess, are uh, incomplete. Yeah. Queen, uh, Marquise Brown. And then the year before that was Hayden Hurst and Lamar. Not that great. No, that's they're, like they're, these they're, are the teams you're competing against. Is my point bet about fight. about six hundred there. Yeah, and if they don't trade, I mean, and Lamar doesn't even count as their last five first round picks. He's was the sixth, but he's the same year, and they traded back in to get him. But they liked Hayden Hurst better, you know. Right. Otherwise, and, they would have taken Lamar where they took Hayden Hurst. Right. I mean, I'm not sure Queen or Marquise Brown is a whammy, but they're not. You know, they're not special players, or you're not thrilled to have them. Yeah. So. That's just the reality of the draft, and that's the way mm-hmm. it works. I mean, there are hits, there are misses, and every team has them. Every team. Every team. Right. But we're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, Matt, I don't know, I don't know if you saw Todd McShay's updated. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. picks. Let's do so it. We'll, let's talk about that when we come back right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 